models have to take account of how frequently people get exposed to each other. Today, you saw some drastic numbers. It is not possible to be exact about where we will end up. Hello, this is Vivek Goel. I'm Vice President, Research and Innovation and Strategic Initiatives at the University of Toronto and a professor at the Dalhousie School of Public Health. This UFT podcast will be giving you ongoing updates on what's next for the pandemic from my perspective. Today, I'm going to talk about mathematical models. In their simplest form, disease models are used to estimate the proportion of the population that has been or will likely be getting sick. Models estimate the proportion of people that have not yet had the disease, that are susceptible, those that have been exposed and may go on to infect others, those that actually have the infection, and those that have recovered and have developed immunity. For those that get the infection, models have to estimate what proportion will have symptoms, symptoms that are severe enough to go to hospital, symptoms that are severe enough to require admission to an intensive care unit and perhaps go on to a ventilator and the proportion that will go on to die. Models have to take account of how frequently people get exposed to each other. This is not going to be uniform for each person in the population. Some may be working in a healthcare setting in a workplace where they get exposed to others. There will be travelers coming in and out of a region. So a model can become very complex very quickly. Models require huge amounts of input data and assumptions have to be made about variables that are not fully understood. As a result, the models can have very wide ranges of prediction and different models depending on the assumptions that are made and the source data that are used can yield different results. Think of the hurricane forecast that we see every fall with their cones of probability. As you move further and further away from the current position of the hurricane, the cone gets wider and wider as the estimates become less and less certain. The same applies to disease models. They're important for planning purposes, but they do not predict exactly what's going to happen. This is Vivek Goel. In my next podcast, I'll talk about what the current models in Ontario and Canada are suggesting.